Welcome to the Crimson Flow Ministry Podcast, episode number 29. Hello, I'm Charles Caps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast directory, we invite you to visit us at our website at Charles Caps Crimson Flow Ministries.net. All one word, all lowercase letters. And you can also easily find every podcast on Twitter at Charles Caps 19. Proverbs 23 and 23 instructs us to buy the truth and sell it not. When you find truth, you grab a hold of it and you never relinquish it. It's not for sale. It's not for bargaining. Amen. Buy the truth and sell it not. Now, also, we're to buy wisdom and instruction and understanding. And we're going to try to do this as we move to the message. Amen. Now, as members of the modern era Christian church, One of the greatest errors that we can make is to be indoctrinated into a false gospel, to be indoctrinated into a lying gospel that indeed separates us from fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Hundreds of thousands of people from all denominations have blindly swallowed bad teaching, blindly swallowed bad doctrine. Amen? From where? Their religious leaders. The root of the problem is that neither the people nor the religious leaders know the Bible and its clear instructions or its clear law to us throughout all our generations. Churchianity has become professional cherry pickers, plucking a verse of scripture here and another one there to build their incredibly flesh-pleasing false doctrine. Religion has replaced obedience to God, to Jehovah. Amen. Truth is totally irrelevant in the eyes of a grace-filled false doctrine, in the eyes of a grace-filled false law. Doctrine and law are the same words, meaning what is taught or instructed. Torah, the first five books of the Bible, is law. It's instructions. Amen. But because we have a propensity to reject truth, to reject law, to reject good doctrine, to reject instructions, we have a multitude of incorrect religious laws and bad doctrines that are riddled with consequences for those who blindly walk in them. Let's see if we can find a little truth to walk in. Let's see what the scriptures say about one law. And who is to walk in it? Amen. Let's read from the scriptures. Exodus 12, verses 49 through 50. Exodus 12, 49 through 50. One law shall be to him that is home born, and unto the stranger that sojourneth among them. One law shall be to him that is home born, and to the stranger that sojourneth among you. Now, who is speaking here? Well, it's our Father. It's Jehovah. Amen. It's God. And so then in verse 50, we find that thus did all the children of Israel as the Lord, as Jehovah commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. Amen. Now, we look at Genesis chapter 17 and verse 7. And it says, I will. Now, who's talking here? Of course, it's our Father again. I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations 
for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Now, what are we talking about? An agreement, a marriage, a covenant forever. Amen. An everlasting covenant. And as we look at Numbers chapter 15, verse 15 and 16, it says one ordinance, one law, amen, one precept, one concept, one ordinance shall be both for you of the congregation and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you. An ordinance forever, amen, in your generations as you are, so shall the stranger be before the Lord before Yehovah. One law and one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that sojourneth with you. Amen. Now, we're going to find out more about who this stranger is that sojourneth with Israel as we continue. But we need to understand that it's one law. There's not separate laws. Amen. And we'll also get more into that. The same law is for everyone, forever. Acts 10 and 34 tells us that God is no respecter of persons. Amen? Now, for God to treat the Jews different from the New Testament church, that would be a respect of, or, or to give privileges to the New Testament church that he didn't get. That would be respect of persons. Come on. You can see that. Amen? There is no law that applies to the Jews of the Old Testament and a different law that applies to the New Testament church. It's just not, uh, it does not exist. Why? Because God doesn't change. It's impossible for God to lie. Amen? He didn't say, oh, I made a bad law over here. You know, God is right. Let us agree on that. God is always right. He's always right. He didn't make any bad laws that Jesus came to change. He didn't make any bad laws that Yeshua came to change. Let's look at Deuteronomy 4 and 2. It says, You shall not add unto the word which I command you. Again, this is our Father, uh, our, our God, our Yehovah. You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it that you may keep the commandments of Jehovah your God, which I command you. So you're not to add to or take away from the word of God. Amen? And then in Deuteronomy 18, in 18, our father is speaking again. He said, I'll raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, Moses, and I'll put my words in his mouth. That would be Yeshua, Jesus and he, or she, he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. So, Jesus, or Yeshua, over and over said, this is not my words, it's my Father's. I've only given you what my Father's told me to do. It's, he always glorified the Father, and he obeyed the Father, and the words and the commandments that we have have come straight from the Father. Amen? And he said, I will, it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, this again is our Father speaking, 
Whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, that's Yeshua's speaking, he said, I will require it of him. I will require it of him. That doesn't sound real good if you're changing God's word, if you're changing the words that Yeshua said. Uh, it doesn't sound real good to do those things. In fact, many people have no fear in doing it, but I do. I'm not going to change it. Amen? Now, I have given you three witnesses that there is one law for the homeborn and the stranger that sojourns with them. Could you give me any witnesses that declare that God was wrong and therefore we change the scriptures to suit our needs? Let's see. Let's see if we can find a timeline that leads to that. Let's read Jeremiah 31 and 31 through 33. Jeremiah 31, 31 through 33. Behold, the days come, saith Jehovah, saith the Lord that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the, in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Although I was an husband unto them, saith Jehovah, saith the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. Now who is this promise to? If we back up to verse 31. This new covenant is made with and promised to the house of Israel, and with the house of Judah. Amen? So it's a renewed covenant of the one that he had before. Hallelujah. And it's to Judah and to Israel. And look, where, where, where is this law? Where, where is it going to be written? This covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their hearts, or in their inward parts, and write it in their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. It, it, it was prophesied to be written in the, the inward parts and in the hearts. The law. Amen? So, everyone who claims they have a new or a renewed covenant, this is it. Who is it promised to? It's promised to the house of Israel, into the house of Judah. It was not promised to a greasy grace New Testament church filled with unconverted Gentiles who boldly tell God how he got it wrong and they'll change God's word so that it becomes right. Father, have mercy. Amen. Now some of you might say, well, Charles, you're always using those outdated Old Testament scriptures that no longer apply to us. Wow. What an incredibly ignorant, false doctrine of replacement theology. What all scripture was Paul talking about to Timothy in 1 Timothy 3 and 16? Well, it certainly wasn't Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, nor any of the epistles. Amen? Amen. 
because it would be many years before they were written. All Scripture is the Torah, the law. Amen. The prophets. Hallelujah. But let's look at what the New Testament has to say about Jeremiah 31 and 31. Hebrews 8 and verses 7 through 10. Hebrews 8, 7 through 10 says, For if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. Well, surely that's wrong. And with the house, uh, he did, that didn't really mean that, did it, Charles? That meant uh, uh, us. Uh, that meant us Gentiles. That meant, uh, uh, no, it meant what it said. For finding fault with them, he said, behold. Now, this is a direct quote, uh, literally, uh, of Jeremiah 31 and 31. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant or renewed covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not, they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith Jehovah, saith the Lord. Now, here's a, here it is again, solid, solid. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Amen? Now, also, let's look at Hebrews 8 and 7. Or excuse me, Hebrews 10 and 16. You see, we just read the same promise to the house of Israel and Judah of a new covenant written upon their hearts. It's where it's always supposed to be in. Amen? In Hebrews 10 and 16, it says, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts. And in their minds will I write them. Amen. I'm so proud and so thankful. Amen. That, that we have a Father who writes his laws, his commandments into our hearts and our minds. You know, David said that uh, I'll meditate upon them. I'll write them. I'll keep them so that I might not sin against thee. Amen. Hallelujah. And so... We have the same promise to the house of Israel and Judah of a new covenant written upon their hearts. And what I just read in Hebrews 10 and 16, folks, if you believe in two or three witnesses, I'm just giving you the third witness again. Amen. Now, the same prophecy spoken of in Jeremiah 31, 31 through 33 is proclaimed by Paul as fulfilled in the book of Hebrews. Now, that same fulfilling prophecy reaches out to you and I today as a new covenant with God's laws written in our, mark, our minds and in our hearts. Glory to God. And 
look, it echoes throughout the centuries, throughout the years, for whosoever will. Hallelujah. So those same laws are written in our minds and our hearts. Glory to God. And let us take careful knowledge. Let us take careful knowledge that it never said new laws. It said new covenant or renewed covenant, but it never said new laws. It's the same laws of the Old Testament. It's the same laws, amen, that God gave from the beginning. He doesn't change. He doesn't make mistakes. He's not a respecter of persons, amen, hallelujah. And, folks, we have thrown away his laws. All Jesus did away with Well, certainly, Brother Charles, if, if Jesus didn't do it, he didn't nail him on his cross. Well, uh, certainly the Apostle Paul uh, changed all of that. Well, friend, where do you get that? Not according to what we've just read. No. No, Paul didn't change a thing. He withheld and upheld Jeremiah 31, 31 through 33. Amen. Now, let's look at something else here. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 18. Yeshua, Jesus, Yeshua speaking. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Amen. Now we're talking about the law. Not, not one jot, not one tittle shall pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Amen. Verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass. Has heaven passed? Has earth passed? Is the law still in effect? According to this scripture? Surely, certainly. Because it's going to take the destruction of heaven and earth for that law not to be good. Amen. In the destruction that follows, we'll have uh, nothing to follow that law. Amen. But as long as heaven and earth have not passed, we're to keep the law of God as given. Amen. In the Ten Commandments, as given in every precept, concept, ordinance. Amen. As given by the prophecies. Amen. That speak truth in the name of our Father. Hallelujah. Now, as again, I want to say God's law is still in effect. The New Testament church can declare it's not in effect. And all of you dispensationalists who follow John Nelson Darby from 1830 about the, you know, the Old Testament is for them being the Jews. And this is for us, the New Testament being for the Gentiles. And then Schofield picks it up and others pick it up, you know. Folks, I got to tell you, that's wrong doctrine. That's false teach. That's bad teaching. Amen. The laws of God are still in effect. Let's look at Luke chapter 16, verse 17. And Jesus again speaking, Yeshua said, It's easier for heaven and earth to pass than one tittle of the law to fail. Wow. Where's this teaching in the New Testament church? Where does it come into that we're still to keep the laws of God? Amen. Let's read some more. Proverbs 7 and 2 says, Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the 
apple of thine eye. We have thrown it away for grace. We have thrown it away for lying grace. We have thrown the apple of, of, of our eye, the law of God, into the gutter to have this grace that allows us to continue to sin and break the laws and the commandments of our Father Jehovah. Oh, have mercy. Oh, have mercy. Amen. Proverbs 3 and 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. You know, the church can say all of these things about how it's a new day, a new dispensation, a new era. But where does it say in the scriptures that all of this stuff is done away with, all of this stuff is new, that it no longer applies, you know, that it's, oh, it's for the Jews and not us. It doesn't say that, amen? But look, you got to remember that the promise is to Israel and to Judah. And if you're going to have any any form of a journey of fellowship in this new covenant, you're going to have to do it as the graft-in branch of the natural olive tree. Amen? You see, the church needs to find their place as the sojourner, excuse me, the church needs to find their place as a sojourner that's been grafted into the natural olive tree. Amen? And see, all through the years that I've served Abba, I've seen a church family that declares that they are pilgrims and strangers in this world. And they sing it in their songs. They sing that they're looking for a city. Amen? Sure, we all are. Whose builder and maker is God? Amen. They sing that um, this world is not my home. Listen, come home, weary stranger. Come home, weary stranger, to the bosom of the Father. Take your rightful place as the grafted sons and daughters into the natural olive tree of Israel. Amen, and keep the one law for the natural born and the sojourner. Keep it. Hold it precious. Now listen to me very carefully as I close. I'll say that again. Listen to me very carefully as I, as I close. In Scripture, there are two types of people. Study it. Search it out. In Scripture, there are two types of people. Those who live according to God's covenant instructions and those who don't. Those who live according to God's covenant instructions and those who don't. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Love you. Hope you got a little something out of this one. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Amen.